If there's one thing I don't like about radio, Nest Radio either, on uh, home planet Earth, or here in the farthest reaches of space where we're able to get an internet stream, it's the commercials. Ugh, tell me about it, Eric. I don't want to be advertised to about any of this stuff. Me neither. It was outlawed in my universe. Commercials. Everyone buys MadArk's supply catalog. Yep. Stuff that I send out into the world. Yep. Madark, could you check something for me? Yep. Could you make sure my, uh... My, uh, uh... Not the volume of it. But the, uh, could you make sure that it's, there's no effects on my microphone? <laughs> Couldn't really figure out a way to communicate that. No. Without looking away no. from the road. It's all good? It's clean? It's all good. Alright, I'm just gonna have to... This is an oral history project. Yeah, we gotta make sure it's recorded right, and we gotta yeah. make sure... That f uh, future generations are able to hear the screams of Britain, Sean. Yeah, we're gonna get their pain on tape. When we crush them. I mean, you're gonna be doing the crushing. Oh, with my big boot. I'm gonna be standing on the sideline going, Get them with the boot. Get them with the boot. Ah, ah, ah. And you'll be recording it with your. Transportable audio recorder. I've got you. Take a look at these forearms. You, you, you think I haven't held a boom mic before? Ooh. That's one good thing about living in New York City is you can pick up a lot of movie movie business work. Well, that's what you've been doing. A lot of PA stuff. Yeah, and they need a guy. I'm just PAing. Is that what a grip is? A grip. What's a grip? Do you actually want to talk about what a grip is? I want to know. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're in charge of... Uh, they build the things that lighting puts their uh, lights onto. Oh, so but, they're not related to the light crew. I mean, they work very intimately together. Uh, and they're not related to holding the boom, which takes a lot of grip. It's a confusing business. Is that someone with bigger grips? Wouldn't yes. it be fun if on a movie set they wore those Hulk hands? I'm going to turn the radio down a little turn, bit yeah. so I could hear you. It's, it's a little, Eric, it's a little loud. It's a little loud here in the cab of my garbage truck that I've outfitted with rocket engines. And we're in space, yes, And we're yes. in space, yes, yes, yes. What were you telling me about? It would be fun. If you had those Hulk hands, all right, to hold the boom mic with, and like they they were already fastened into the Hulk. Uh -huh. Okay. So it's like, oh, you got your big hands. You put them on, and when you swing it around, it says, "Knock them dead." It just still says the Hulk sound. It doesn't say. <sighs> it gets in the way of all the movies that you shoot. It's like a romantic comedy, and then you hear. It's, it's not great to have a sound-oriented toy so close in proximity to the microphone. But you know, they're really hiring bottom-of-the-barrel work here, and they don't know what's up from what's down, and they bring these whole hands on the set, and whew, 
And it's like, my boss said to bring gloves, and these are the only gloves I have. I only have Hulk hands that make sounds. Yes. Yeah. So I'm still just a little hung up about being able to hear my voice. I think we've always had this dynamic. No, era. no, not just my voice, but my voice. And I can also hear an echo of my voice that's much deeper and like a fraction of a second after my voice. I don't know what we could possibly do about it. I think we've always had this dynamic. I guess that's You may true. have not noticed it as much earlier on in our relationship. Yeah, but then I was listening back to some of the tapes of, you know, the telling of your tale. Uh -huh. The legend of Mad Ark. Yep. And I could not help but get distracted. Oh, hung up. By the, the, the strange audio effect. Uh-oh. Uh, but there's not anything I can do about it. Perhaps you could hand me one of those large books in the corner. Oh, and just sort of like box off your microphone? Exactly. How, how big of a book do you need? I need a really big book. Like a one, one that you can stand up? A one that you can summon spirits from. Just a second. Take the wheel while I grab this book. Whoa! I've never actually driven this thing. Uh, Eric, get that book soon. I don't know. I don't know. Up from down, left from right. That seems like a good one. Yeah, the one with the lady on it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My photography book. Excellent. How is that? Well, let's just, I just have to take a listen and find out. Let me oh, put on these uh, headphones. It's and, the uh, same thing, It's Eric. The, same, the same thing's happening, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, what can we do about it? Oh, it is just, maybe try shutting that, uh, that door behind you. The, the door, door to, to the, the cab. cab. To the cab, yeah, because it's, it's, I think what I'm hearing is my voice bouncing around the inside of the... The cab. The, the cab of the dump truck. Yeah. Huh. Well, let's... I'm hearing... <laughs> I can't not hear it. Well, you're gonna have to keep hearing it. Because we are on our way to go find Brit and Sean. The, the object of our tale. Yes, where should we begin, Daddy? Yes. I'm Daddy Ruler of the Stars. Now... And you're getting major overtime. I'm getting, yeah, you're getting, to, oh my god, <laughs> it's even worse, yeah. It's, what happened? How is that? I mean, it's, I'm going to have to get over it, I think, is the solution. Look at this lady. <laughs> She's shouting the word decade. Decade. That's pretty cool. That, that, you know, that reminds me of all of it. The decades that I was... The time we've lost. I was ruling the city. Yes. You know, it was it was great, the military parades that I would put on, you know. Oh, they were the best parades. I, I mean, and I've lived in New York City my whole life, and I've been to every Macy's Day parade. But the parades that you would put on blew Macy out of the water. Oh, 
You don't mean that, do you? My master, I mean everything I say that is a compliment to you. Even with the people with their... The sticks fashioned out of bones, carved like little knives, and... We didn't have a lot of money in those days to buy real weapons. They just had spears, bows and arrows. That was pretty good, you know? I, it's, I, I wouldn't have wanted them to have even more sophisticated weapons because... Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to a few uh, war protests in my day. You know, back in the seventies, it was. Girl, it was a different time. It was a, for di you. it was a different time. It was a different New York City. Back in seventy-five. Back in seventy-five. Uh, hey, roommate. My name's Eric. Oh, hey, Eric. I'm Matt. Oh, Matt. This looks like the beginning of a uh, beautiful friendship. Oh. You want to go down to Washington Square Park and check out the most recent Vietnam War uh, protest ceremony? Absolutely. In 1975, that's the most relevant thing we're doing right now. Does that year not track? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm stoned. I've been, I've been grooving on this Pink Floyd music. I was gonna say, instead of going to the fucking Vietnam War protest, we could just go down to the disco and not worry about anything politically. Oh, cool. And just have a good time. You got some of that? Let's go, let's go down there right now. We are grooving and having a good time. We're at the disco. We're at the disco. We're college roommates. You, you know, Eric, maybe, maybe we sh maybe we shouldn't go into the disco. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people in there. They might recognize me. Recognize you from what? I don't know. I've got the big boots, and I'm a little I'm weirdly tall and. Gangly. You don't, but these are. But it's cool to. Is be this nice what I'm wearing? This yeah. shirt, this god collar. You look good. You look like a. Oh man, I'm just gonna have to get over. What? Uh, I'm. I've got my own insecurities too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm being totally real with you, I feel like my belt's too tight. My hair's too short. And all I can do about that is just wait for it to grow. The belt, you know, I got... The belt the, is too tight? The belt's too... The hair thing, I'm going to set aside and act like that's something that... There's nothing that can be done about that. But the belt, I, you know, it's I got a size too small. And this is as big as it goes. And it's still very tight. Uh, My bell bottoms are... are, are Cutting into my skin because of the strength of this belt. We could cut a new hole in the belt, I guess. That would. In which direction? It would just get tighter and tighter. I'm at the last hole. I'm at the, You're at the last hole. I'm at the tip of the belt. Oh, Eric, we gotta go to the belt belt dealer and get him to get him to deal you a new belt. It was 1975, and belts were big business, especially... Oh, I love that. <laughs> Me too.
That was a good time when we went to the belt guy. Oh, yeah. That's when we got our first, uh, our commemorated uh, best friends forever belt. Yes. M and E. Matt and Eric. Yeah. Yep. Wow. It was so great to reminisce about the good old days with you like yeah. that, Matt. And now we're just barreling through space with hours and hours to kill. Yeah, all we can do is just reminisce. And reminisce. Because we can think about the past. We can think about the 70s and protesting Vietnam then. Yes. Or we can think about the future when we're going to get Sean and Britt. Ah, the yes. one thing we can't do is be present in the moment because we are lost in the endless expanse of space. Yes. Is blackness in every direction. Who knows how long we've been traveling. Did you put coordinates into the t uh, tape deck? or? You're, you're just driving it freewheel, man. Just pe pedal and the you know gear shifter. I watched you both. I thought you knew where we were going. I was just driving, man. I'm just happy you're to You're just happy to be driving. I'm just happy to be here, and I've never, you know, this is a big deal for me, never having left New York City uh, before, of course. I'm now driving a truck in space. Who could believe? And, uh, I don't know. But, Eric, as your employer, uh, I gotta say, what? you really dropped the ball on this. I was, I was hoping you knew where we were going, or at least have asked. At least have asked. Well, can I ask now? You, yes, but we could be miles and miles, of course! Yeah, I mean, but that's not... Is, that's neither here nor there. That's in the past. Alright, we need to correct course. Set sail for some planet way off in the distance where we're getting your, like, cousin Chuck's cell phone... Reception. Right. Whatever the I fuck. I think that's what was happening. Um, I didn't get that far into the archives of uh, our most recent session. I'm sorry. That's okay. I got distracted and started checking my email. Uh, listening to voicemails from my internet girl. Oh, on your phone device. On my phone. More yes. distractions. Yup. I tell you, Eric... Those cell phones, they're going to own you someday. It's, it's, it makes me, I mean, I'm right there with you, bud, and it makes me think of a picture where there's a big cell phone holding a person in their hand. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. I'm going to paint it in the bed of the truck. You take the wheel. All right.
we'll edit this in. We'll edit this in. Hey, this is just an addendum to the uh, History of Mad Ark Volume 42. Um, uh, the the overthrow of Britain, Sean. The, the fall of Britain, Sean. My mistake. I'm still workshopping the title. Um, uh, the addendum is... We're in the truck. It's, and I'm recording this at a later date, obviously, and explaining this back recording because uh, I've, I, I like to splice things in. I'm a little bit of a sound geek when it gets down to it. Um, Matt, we we switched on a, a, a freaky radio frequency. You know, our KTU started to break up while I was painting in the bed of the truck there. And we turned on a freaky radio frequency and this music started playing. And that's what you're about to hear.
Do you mind if I smoke in here? Uh, no problem. Uh, these lungs are already shot, brother. <laughs> oh, you just need to go right ahead. Go on right ahead. Why'd you even bother asking? I just thought it'd be kind of polite. You know, it's a small, small box we've been traveling for weeks inside of. I we've begun eating our clothes. Boiling weather. It's like the beef jerky of the resourceful person. We've watched this VHS cassette of Spaceballs 300 times. Ugh. It's not funny anymore. Even watching Spaceball, no disrespect, but even watching Spaceball two times is too much. So you thought it was too much? After the second viewing? Yeah, we had 298 more viewings. You had no idea how much I love Spaceballs. You loved it. Yeah, you just, you just kept putting it on. You, you're the... I don't want to speak ill of the work of the great Mel Brooks. Honestly. But I, if you're going to bring up Spaceballs, I can't hold my tongue. I got to tell you how I feel about his film Spaceballs. How, how here's the segment where we have Eric's review of Spaceballs. So, uh, I'm a big Star Wars nut, as you know, as you and I've been going on and on about it, and that's why I'm so excited uh, to take this voyage into space. Is because not only is this my first time leaving New York City. It's my first time living out my childhood fantasy of Luke Skywalker of Star Wars. As he like when he travels in the uh, the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, you get it. Everybody gets it. I feel like this isn't even pop culture corner because this is this is ingrained. This in, is uh, culture. Is pervasive. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Here comes Christmas. Here comes more Star Wars. So I get to live my childhood fantasy of going into space. And, you know, Mel Brooks, he goes ahead and he makes his space ball movies like a few years after Star Wars. You know, he didn't even let the concept marinate. He, oh, thank you very much for giving me the uh, free air. Gladly, I thought... Oh, now you're a little loud. <laughs> so oh, this is oh, yeah. this, this is, is gonna just going to introduce real fun dynamic. Oh, what a dynamic. This is not we can figure oh. out something later. Point is <laughs> it, uh I like the I like the idea though. That was very considerate of you. Uh -huh. Or is it bugging you now too? No, I just I thought I'd give you the space to talk about Spaceballs. Spaceballs, they made it so fast. Were there balls in space in the movie? Oh, is is that is it like a, is the title of the film supposed to be like a testicle joke? I think so. That's fucking funny. That's funny. Yo, that's funny though. Oh, yo, that's funny. On like for real though, that's like funny. No, it's like it's like in the title. Balls. Balls. Fucking. Like, fucking Balls, dude. Like balls hanging on the bottom of my my fucking torso there. Dude, I love that. It's, yeah, you're it's so born funny. with them. 
I don't know many of his movies, to be totally honest. I, I'm not. <laughs> I know he's like an important guy or whatever. You know, but I like Star Wars and I felt that Spaceballs was uh, disrespectful of the source material and also uh, uh, manipulative and opportunistic in a way that seemed distracting from the comedy. You know, Eric, this is all going into our oral history project. Yeah? You want this on record? Your oh. review of Spaceballs? Eric's review of Spaceballs. Yeah. I'm totally fine having that on record. How about our other VHS cassette tape? Titanic. Titanic. That we've watched 250 times. And watching that is stressing me out because it makes me feel like we're going to run into an asteroid at any moment. My God, what's oh my that God. right ahead of us? It's an asteroid. Inspiration can come from the unlikely. The jet engine. Finish your sentence. I was just saying, inspiration can come from the unlikeliest of places. Oh, nice little quip there. A rocket engine is busted. We're just spiraling through space. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Uh, no. You're going to have to climb out and fix it, Eric. Oh, boy. Is there some sort of device I can put on that would... Oh, no, I guess not. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk through the, like, walkie-talkie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to need to put on this, this dump this garbage man's suit right. that doubles as an astronaut suit, and I'm putting on the helmet. Uh, you, you got it on? I I believe the helmet is on in an accurate manner. All right, Eric. Over. You know, we're standing in the same room, Eric. Copy that, good buddy. All right, this, these are the 10-4 codes. So you say 10-4. 10-4. When, uh, that's okay. Uh, and to go back to the film business for a second, you say 10-2 uh, when you gotta go take a dump. Cause you're on the this the, the you uh, gotta take a dump, Eric. Ten two, bud, good buddy. Just do it in the suit. We'll, just, we'll power wash it out. Can I open up the butt flap and poop into the depths no. of space? Oh yeah, do that. That'll be cool. There it goes, floating off like an asteroid, uh, to find orbit around a faraway world. It's so beautiful. The way it's so it, serene. The way my. Uh, I don't want to talk about my poop in any greater detail, but just the way it dances in the air. Yeah. Or the lack of, of air, because we're in space. Yeah. Over. 10-4. Uh, so... Is, is this... I, I, I put on a suit, too. Oh, no, who's driving the truck? Well, I put it into autopilot. Uh, and it's autopiloting away from us. Uh, no, wait, we got... There it goes. Uh, oh, now with the seam that we are just floating in space. Oh my gosh. And the truck is. is there it goes. There it goes. Ah, oh, jeez. Now it's kind of nice to you be know, out that was, here. That was kind of a dumb move, Eric. Me getting out of the truck. 
why did you get out of the truck? Oh, I, I wanted to put on one of the suits. I thought it would be fun. Oh, you thought Oliver. it would be fun. Yes. Copy. So you thought it'd be fun, huh? I did. I wanted to. I wanted to get out and like poke around at you know the the doodads on the. I didn't think it through, you know. I didn't. I didn't put put me putting on the suit, getting out of the ship, would uh, just uh, let it keep hurtling. I mean, it's just as well because I forgot why I was out of the truck in the first place. Anyway, who needs it? Who needs it? We've got rocket boosters on our uh, special converted garbage man suits. Nice. Good thinking, Eric. I'm a resourceful. You've got a raise. One more dollar an hour. Oh boy. What am I gonna spend it on in the depths of space? Hmm. Hmm. Is there a space bodega? A space bodega? Where you could, uh, you know, just, just like home. Yeah. Just, just like good old New York City, huh? Yeah, with like a space cat and, uh, space skittles. You know, uh, asteroid chips. Space chopped cheese. Uh, leaky space ceiling that's collecting in a bucket. That is also floating in space. It's also floating, yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It's, it's fun to imagine what a, a, a bodega in space would be like. You know, it, it, it seems like it would be even be more fun to actually go to one in space, but I don't happen to see any for miles around. There is nothing around us. Nope. At, at, also, is this... Are we a little loud in each yeah, other's ears? Maybe I'll turn turn the uh, my my knob down a little bit. I yeah. Let me uh, adjust the my knob and uh, see if that makes it a little. There is we that, go. Is that a little better, better for you, Eric? That's that I that's amenable for for me, uh, Master. I feel like we've forgotten about our dynamic, which is that you're overlord of space now. Ah yes, overlord of space. But honestly, if you're overlord of space, you know, there's nothing in space. It's just an endless void. I just... You, you really want to be master of this? Well, I thought... It, you know, you know, it really makes me think. You know, it, sometimes it's... You want something so bad, and then once, once you have it... Yeah. It's just not as good as trying to get it. It's the thrill of the chase. That's what I'm after. So let's start chasing something. Brit and Sean. Brit where, and Sean. Oh, where could they be? Well, I brought along my uh, I was going to say our fucking... Something on a fucking our, wrist. Our suits have, like, we can type their name into it, and then our yeah. suits will automatically propel us in their direction. We don't, can type their name Don't fucking it. worry about it. Look... The logic is crystal clear if you just if you just imagine. There's it. a keyboard. So the the suits we're wearing are kind of like garbage men suits with an astronaut's helmet. And I've got my big boots sticking out the bottom of it. Yeah, we had to custom make pants for for Maddock over here. And there's a keyboard on the chest plate of either. So it's a good thing we have each other, so we can type out each uh, different names. Yeah. So, do you want to hunt down Sean or Brit? I'll hunt down Sean. I'll hunt... Okay, so I'll... 
That's good. So I'll hunt down Brit. So type into my chest pad, Brit, and I'll type into your chest pad. No, but pad, that'll send Sean. you to Brit. Oh. With any luck, they're together, but who knows? I, you know, the logic, I'm just not following it. <laughs> you just gotta type whatever name gets... It's not... Wait, so you think the logic is whatever name you type onto a device. Wait. What was that? Some sort of space ghost. <sighs> I don't like the sound of this. What is happening? There's rainbows all around us. We're getting sucked into a vortex of, of color and light. Thoughts and energy stream past us like clouds on a summer day. And I'm getting kinda hungry. We're... Before us appears a gigantic counter and a menu containing many different burger options. We're in... We're in... Space Burgeropolis. The land of the, the... What? The chosen... The chosen land of burgers that every astronaut dreams of. We're here. I could have only dreamed of Space Burgeropolis. Yep. I don't know what was happening there with my wrist communicator. Uh, we're gonna have to... It looks like the uh, attendant at Space Burgeropolis does not speak our language. They're just waving their hands around. We just gotta make the international symbol for I'd like a burger, please. Which is, right. you pretend to hold a burger, and you chomp down like... Hi, 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 hi. They're, they're mirroring it back to you. And they say no. Uh-uh. No, They're no. like, I don't want to do that. Why not? I've, I'm, I've got plenty of dollars. And then they go, willing to... <sighs> put their hands on their hips and sigh. <sighs> like, well, okay. If you're really going to twist my arm about it. He's, gonna, he's going to go get a shovel. And he's, he's just starting to dig right there. Digging and digging and digging. And the restaurant is slowly fading from vision. Glitching out on us. Zeros and ones flash all around. I could have really gone for a burger. It's too bad that... It's too bad that hallucination just left us. Wait, so are, did we... So we didn't even finish typing Brit and Sean's names into our suits. We're just bugging out, Because the logic of that was too overwhelming. So, look, it's this. Whatever name gets typed into your suit, <laughs> that's the person that you go to. 
So, I got it. So, like, if I type Brit into your suit, uh-huh. you'll go to Brit. Oh, yes, exactly. And it'll propel you towards wherever they are in the galaxy. In space and time. Oh, I get it now. Mostly space. We're not Mostly fucking space. around with time. Uh, so, then I type into your... Ch- you've typed Brit into my ch- chest, my... Boosters and now boost. Or do you go ahead? Type this. <laughs> All right. Uh, 15 seconds till launch. And let me see. I can type S E A N really quick into into All your right. suit. And we're just about ready. All right. We're vibrating. Are you sure you spelled Sean right? Oh, how do you spell Sean? S H A W N. Oh no. I oh, typed no. it the wrong way.
So, luckily enough, we're oh, good lord, <laughs> is it on? Oh, it's it's so very on. I mean, the our our gas masks. There we go. I didn't know what you were talking about. It's okay. We were speaking through a tube there. And that's how we could hear each other. But here we are, gazing upon a huge green planet. Bountiful like our home. And luckily enough, uh, both of our rocket boosters are boosting us in the same direction. It would seem that Brit and Sean are still together. They're still together. One is not dead, but they will both be dead. Once, once I wring their necks. Once Manar gets a hold of them. Ah, ha, ha. Um. Eh, eh. Yep, yep. Scoot, scoot over. I need to just readjust my suit. I, I had to go. I had to take a 10 10 2. A 10 2? I've, I've 10 2 all over this. Ugh. Ugh, it's bad, man. Like it's formed like a new sort of solid layer. So you don't really have even room to, to move around to or adjust around. yourself. It's just. It's like a Tempur Pedic mattress. It's Tempur Pedic, alright. 
It's like jello. It's like swimming in a jello bath. Ugh, this is gonna make me sick. I hope people are listening into our oral history project. Yeah. Me too. Of the, the demise of Brit and Sean. Yeah, we gotta get to the good stuff. And the rise of Madark. Exactly. <sighs> so... It's such a beautiful planet. It's... Um, I wonder what could be going on down there. Is it teeming with life? Did Brit and Sean crash land here and die on uh, impact? On impact? We could only hope so. Perhaps it's a barren wasteland. Perfect for setting up my new colony. I would agree. Uh, Who's going to be in my colony? Uh, if there's local creatures, or, or ah, yes. animals... Yes, let's hope so. You could sort of... You could plant a bunch of trees. And that would be good. So, like, you'd put on yes. shows for them, and you'd look out into the audience, and it would just be trees. Ah, yeah. my famous magic act. Yes. Where I, I, I take a card out from behind your ear. So, here's a card. You know there's a card behind your ear, did ya? I didn't. I Buster. Would, I would have imagined that if there was a card behind my ear, I would have felt it. Yeah, that's right, but magically there is. So why didn't I feel it? Magic, man. It's all about magic. So not only were you able to pluck a, a card out of my ear, you yeah. were able to hide it there for... Your entire life. And up to now, you just didn't know there was a card behind your ear. So there was all these job interviews and, and dates that I went on. Funerals, weddings. Bar like, mitzvahs. Doctor's appointments. Baptisms. Uh, getting, like, your house inspected by someone for roaches. And Go. they're like, there's no, it's clean, man. It's, I don't need to spray today. And they're like, I think there's a little something behind your ear. And you say, there better not be a roach behind my ear. And they say, no. And you say, okay, then I'm fine. I, I say that. That was the closest you got to knowing there was a card behind your ear. Yeah, but it, as soon as I heard it was a, it wasn't a roach... I didn't investigate nope. further. Nope. You go to. You, I found myself at a buffet once a week. Everybody in the. You go to a buffet once a week? <laughs> when you were listing different events, I wanted to tack that on there and then felt like I had to say more about the buffet and I choked. Uh huh. And I'm not talking about choking on the delicious food at the buffet. Was it was it Manarch's buffet in my timeline? It was yes. It was all uh, worms and eyeballs. Worms, crickets. Living crickets. Living cricket stew. Living cricket stew. So yeah. they're they're alive and they're swimming around in there. Yeah, you gotta get them with like a big big hook. And the base of the stew ah. was the sweat of your a f yes. followers. Yes. I loved eating that and drinking up the sweat. And it was a very tasty bouillon, you know, it's like a slow simmer, slow sweat simmer. And the crickets was just sort of like 
move around in the water, and that's that's how you knew it was fresh. It depend, depending on how loud the bullion was, because of the sounds of the crickets chirping. It's good stuff. Even at an event like this, I did not discover that there was a magic card behind my ear. Even at such an event. So, you're telling me that you would put on magic show if... So, the first thing we gotta do is we gotta get down there, we gotta plant a bunch of trees, and then we gotta put on a magic show. Yeah. For the trees. That's a great plan. I'm excited about it. Let's actually, let's change the coordinates on our, on our, uh, suits to open clearing with availability for seating. Alright, we're still going into the planet. Yeah, I mean... That's the closest thing around, man. Britain, Sean are on the planet. Yes. This much we know. That's good. We're gonna track them down. But first, we're gonna put on this magic show. But first... Magic. Magic. That's what it would sound like as we're crashing into the planet. Which we're about to do, but I... appear from midair. Where anything can happen. We can take our helmets off now. Magic. Magic. Look around you. The whole world is full of magic, waiting to be discovered. Who knows? Is that broomstick about to become is that teddy bear about to get up on two legs and start walking around and telling you about its day? What's in this hat? <gasps> it's a dove. It's a dog. It's a full-grown dog. A dashend just leapt out of your hat. <gasps> there it goes. Magic. Magic. Wow! Anything can happen. For my first trick, I invite a member from the audience. Oh, 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 pick me, pick me! You there, unsuspecting stranger. And it's just like an audience of trees and then also me in one chair. Yes. And I'm going, me, me, pick me! I'm a stranger. Is there, there anyone? Anyone out there? <gasps> oh, oh, you. Yes, you. Come on up. Come on up there. Me? Yes, Are you. Are you talking to me? Yes, yes. Why? I've never, we've never met. Now, now tell me your name, stranger. My name is D Derek. Derek? Well, I'm Maddark the Magician. Maddark the Magician? Yes. <laughs> A cloud of smoke appears from my hands, stranger. Wow! Ah, yes. Where did that come from? Magic, stranger. 
Now, for my first trick, I want you to stand perfectly still. Standing? Think of a number between one and one million. Alright, I'm thinking. I'm thinking real hard. Hmm. Now, stranger, look up in the sky. What is written in the clouds? Why, it's the very number I was thinking of. Four, 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 four. Amazing, isn't it, stranger? Magic. Now, I, we could have been on the same team. You could have been an audience plant, perhaps. <laughs> Is that a, a reference to how there's trees in the audience? It's mostly trees in this show. But stranger, for my next trick, I want you to take a card, any card. I've taken a card. Now rip the corner off the card. I'm ripping the corner off the card. Now, watch me eat the corner of the card. Wait, there's, there's mustard coming out of this card. Hold on a moment, buddy. You didn't give me a card at all. You gave me a packet of mustard. Exactly. It's not a card at all. It's just mustard. Where did the mustard come from? Ah, it came from this huge tank of mustard over your head. Ah, <laughs> uh, Maddox, why you, you didn't I tell me slimed. about you didn't tell me about this part of the act? I'm over it. Shut I'm up! He got slime. I'm done with magic. Wah, wah. This is an embarrassment. Wah, wah. Eric, it's, we're putting on a show for the trees. I know, I'm playing the, you know, the the upset sidekick who's oh, okay. sort of at the end of his rope because he's had to travel in space for four weeks watching space balls with his boss and overtime isn't really that attractive. You also got to watch Titanic 2. There were two VHS tapes. It was a really big movie, that's true. So you got to see a little bit more than just space balls. That's true. All right. That. So, I'm not actually upset with you. I'm. You know when you put it that you way. That you gotta keep whispering. You're. We're on stage. You know when you put it that way. You're a really good boss, a great friend, a a, a generous lover, and a, a important leader. <laughs> I'm all of those. Particularly a generous lover. <laughs> Who knows what goes on inside the cab of that garbage truck? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but we're on stage here, buddy. And, uh, showgoer, I don't mean to upset you by sliming you in front of all these nice people. Ah, well, you're gonna have to pay for this one, buddy. Where would I get the money for that? Oh, stranger. What? <laughs> check, uh, check out what's in your pocket. <gasps> it's $40. 
Exactly. That's just the amount of money I need to dry clean my uh, mustard soaked jeans. And let's, let's take, take a bow. Hey. They're not clapping. They're trees. Oh, okay. If you see him blowing gently in the breeze, that's as good as it's gonna get. They're blowing. Manak, they're blowing. Should I do another trick? Yeah! <laughs> More magic! I, I love magic! For my next magic trick. Magic. I'm going to. What is this? It's a it's a marshmallow in my mouth. They're coming out of your mouth non-stop. There's another marshmallow. There's another marshmallow. Where are all these marshmallows coming? Another one. Another one. Another one. There's a pile of marshmallows. Enough to feed the whole audience. Another one. Ugh, that one's all long and weird. It's like a rope made of marshmallow. And at the end of it, a tiny little man. Magic. Little fella, who are you? I am the magic marshmallow. Good evening. Now for my first trick. I need an audience participant. I mean, I never really return to my seat, and everyone else here is trees, so why don't you just use me as your scapegoat or your guinea pig, however you please. For my first trick. Maddox, get a load of this guy. Oh my god. You're being upstaged by such a tiny little marshmallow man. I know. Makes me kind of angry. No, don't, no, don't, no, <laughs> no, don't, no, no, no. Let no. Manark wait. Let him do his trick. Now for my first trick. I'm gonna grow out my fingernails really, really long. Wow, that's kind of similar to Manark's trick. And I'm just gonna sit here and grow. Oh my gosh, they're growing like. They're so very long. What's something that grows fast? I don't know. Nothing grows fast, exactly. That's why it's magic. That's why it's magic. Wow, I can't believe it. Thank you, thank you. You know, I, I just want to say... What? Thanks to everyone for sharing the stage with me, the small, 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 small marshmallow man. What's your name, small, small marshmallow man? How did that come to pass? I haven't passed it. That's the big thing. Badum chick. Badum ba chicka chicka. I'd like to do a magic trick as well. Oh. 
You and Marsh, Mr. Marshmallow Man, uh, whose name I've already forgotten. Biggie. Biggie, right. Biggie. And it's super memorable because it's such a, uh, a ironic twist. Uh-huh. I, I just forgot it because I've been traveling in space for a month. Um, Watching nothing, nothing but, but space balls in Titanic. So... Uh, observe a DVD copy or a VHS copy or both a DVD and a VHS copy of Spaceballs. <sighs> and I shall now make them <sighs> disappear. I then proceed to throw them on the ground and just stomp on them. Oh, Eric! Those... How could you do such a thing? Because I expect better of Mel Brooks, and I expect better of you. Never make me watch Spaceballs again. <laughs> Manark, you're transforming. You're quadrupling in size. Oh my god. <laughs> Your head is tearing through the clouds. Madark, what do you see? I see. I see a flowing in front of me. A what? I can't understand a word you're saying. Now you just make it up gibberish. Look. Kind of. I'm so angry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shrink back to my normal self. That was the ultimate magic trick of all. The enlarging man. What are we going to do about Brit and Sean? Oh, man. I was so caught up in all this magic. Uh-huh. You know, maybe we ought to put hit the hay and just have lovely, sweet dreams of magic, of killing Brit and Sean. And maybe recovering that VHS copy of Spaceballs. No! I destroyed it as part of my magic act, and the magician's code insists that you respect my choice of magic and the results. Damn, this magician's code. Well, uh, I'll be having sweet dreams of magic and, and helping you kill Brit and Sean which we're going to have to do later tune in to the next episode the conclusion conclusion for now of the Mad Ark trilogy yeah the because this is uh, and this is uh, uh, hey uh, uh, cut cut oh There's birds in my office. All right, cut. Cut.
All right, this is uh, uh, Eric's log. Uh, it's about uh, June fifteenth, uh, twenty nineteen. I'm uh, making some edits to what would become eventually become known as the Mad Ark trilogy. Mad Ark is dead. Uh, Brit and Sean are uh, missing in some capacity, but uh, you know I. We're, we're, we're gonna have to find out together I'm losing steam <laughs> uh, what would Maddox say in a situation like this huh kill them both okay maybe so if I kill Brit and Sean Maddox will come back from the dead who knows this is all way in the future of the third episode of the Mad Ark trilogy anyway, so it's not really that relevant. I forgot what I wanted to do by uh, cutting in like this. Uh, tune in next week for the conclusion of uh, the, the trilogy.